Welcome to Naper Cove Conversations, the monthly podcast brought to you by Naperville Covenant Church, where our mission is to know God fully, love authentically, and serve courageously. This month, we'll be speaking with Steve Offit, one of Naper Cove's missions leaders and an established author. Naper Cove Conversations is brought to you by the people of Naperville Covenant Church, where we work towards fulfilling our vision of an increasingly diverse, compassionate community in our neighborhoods and world. At Naperville Covenant Church, our mission is to know God fully, love authentically, and serve courageously. So come and join us and be a part of our mission as we continue to build and develop relationships where the hurting are helped and the lost are found. This is Naperville Covenant Church. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so first off, let's talk a little bit about your new book. It's called Blood Entanglements, Evangelicals and Gangs in El Salvador, which was published uh, last month. You know, what was the genesis behind your book? Yeah, so I do research in El Salvador. I've lived there uh, in a previous part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I have a research project called Religion, Poverty, and Development. Okay basically trying to figure out how local churches interact with issues of poverty, mm-hmm. but also how um, community development changes churches and churches are able to sort of speak into communities through those kinds of efforts. Okay. Um, so that first piece, uh, religion and poverty, mm-hmm. uh, I was studying poverty in the communities. And I was looking at things like how you know access to water and their housing conditions and their mm-hmm. income and so on and so forth. Okay. Um, but... Uh, what I realized as they talked to me during those during those conversations is that security was really the most present uh, problem that they had with respect to poverty. Okay. Um, they were just experiencing a lot of violence. Okay. Uh, some of that was domestic violence, but also violence due to gangs. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and so I began to realize that in order to understand fully the community and the way they were experiencing poverty, I had to shift a little bit my own study to mm-hmm. understand how gangs were influencing communities and churches and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, that's kind of why I started looking at this issue. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it was kind of an interesting journey. You know, I've been doing that for about eight years. So it's a, it's a long, a long journey to write a book uh, like this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, talking to kind of piggyback on that, I mean, not only is this your latest book, but, you know, it's also your third overall, as you've also penned, advocating for justice and and evangelical vision of transforming systems and structures, as well as new centers for global evangelicalism in Latin America and Africa. You know, what what were your inspirations behind these stories? Yeah, those are two different books Uh, uh, with two different, very, very very different stories. Uh Uh-huh. Um, the Advocating for Justice book, basically what was going on there was that um, there was a group of us who kind of came together around this topic. Okay. Uh, and we were all kind of looking around seeing that um, Christians are committed to fighting poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at some of our organizations uh, that we support, like World Vision, for example, our church yeah. supports World Vision. Right. They do a lot of work in a lot of different countries. And... Christians support them a lot. I don't think people realize that World Vision has a over a billion dollar a year budget. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and they're just one organization, Compassion International. There's so many other organizations that we support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do care a lot about poverty and we do try to fight it. Um, but we often fight the 
the economic causes of mm-hmm. economic poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look around the world, you start to realize that there are a lot of people who are poor because of political causes or, yeah. or the mm-hmm. political causes of, sure. um, of economic poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, and our organization's on the whole, don't get too involved in that. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's, um, you know, it's a terrible political leader like, um, you know, Robert Mugabe in, in Zimbabwe who mm-hmm. really kind of ran his country into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you look at some of our inner cities where uh, policies that may be well-meaning uh, but actually have negative influences uh, on the situations in America's, you know, urban contexts, yeah. trying to get those policies right so mm-hmm. that they create human flourishing. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that churches can be part of that um, and that uh, it makes sense to uh, attack the causes of poverty uh, where they actually are mm-hmm. um, so that we can do a better job of, of fighting poverty alleviation. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That's very cool. So, I mean, has writing always been a passion of yours? I mean, what first got you involved in wanting to write books? Yeah, I think it has. I mean, yeah. I think um, it's been fun to uh, write ever since I was a kid. Okay. Uh, you know, um, it's been a creative outlet for me. Uh-huh. I'm terrible at drawing and painting. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, yeah. we all have certain giftings. <laughs> sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So that's where I've channeled my creative instincts. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so it's been it's, fun. It's kind of an off topic, but do you remember what one of your short stories were when you were a kid? Um, yeah, you know, I had a really great high school English teacher uh, who encouraged us to do uh you know, write stories like I guess mostly most English teachers do in, in high school, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we had to write something about our school. Okay. Uh, and so I was thinking about, well, do you write about the athletes or do you write about the the band or? And so uh, I decided to write about um, people who kind of just blend in uh, and uh, to kind of try to just draw out like who these people are and mm. um and uh to kind of pay attention to people who often don't get a lot of vis- visibility so okay that's cool yeah. you never did anything for the school newspaper did you i i did i did, did. I, I was actually the sports editor for the for our for our school newspaper very so. cool that's awesome yeah. okay yeah one of the other things that may many people may not know that that you serve as one of the mission leaders here at neighbor cub with your wife amy reynolds you know what are some of the most rewarding experiences of being able to serve god in that way yeah, I think just the fact that uh, we get to be part of the local church mm-hmm. um, and to come in and support some of the things that Neighbor Cove does mm-hmm. uh, is kind of what gives us a lot of joy, and, and we really find meaning in that and feel like uh, God uses us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some specific things, uh, you know, last week uh, at the Pearl, um, we had a service for Palm Sunday, and Pastor Kelly was there, and Jim Elwine, and David Sladke. Um, and those folks just do a fantastic job of, of caring and ministering uh, to people who are vulnerable and, you know, have medical conditions or just experiencing, you know, uh, issues related to their age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just being there and feeling like God is using our church uh, in that place is, is very special. Um, and uh, to be Christ in the community uh, and to have the opportunity to do that in the position that we have um, in, in really supportive ways, uh, I think is what gives us a lot of joy. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. Um, so, you know, being a recent member of Neighbor Cove, what is it about our church that makes it special to you and your family? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we really believe uh, in the mission of the church. 
Uh, we are excited about the commitment to Orthodox Christianity, uh, the scriptural teachings, uh, the faithfulness to the Word, um, and uh, just the evidence of people who are transformed by Christ and are interested in living out their faith uh, in this church. I think there's a lot of really committed people here uh, who just um, care authentically, mm-hmm. um, and 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 we're you know we're honored to be part of that kind of a community. Very cool. Well, thanks again so much for joining us today, Steve. We we definitely enjoyed listening to the many stories you shared with us. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, we'd like to thank Steve for joining us this month. Be sure to tune in next month where we'll have another exciting conversation about the life at Naperville Covenant Church. Thank you and have a blessed day. Naperville Conversations is brought to you by the people of Naperville Covenant Church, where we work towards fulfilling our vision of an increasingly diverse, compassionate community in our neighborhoods and world.